When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, we are back on Get Up for another huge hour. We're live, as always, above the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17. You see a terrific squad. We have put together plenty of football in the conversation today, but basketball taking center stage with the big news last night, and we will have Woj standing by with us. He's going to join us in a moment. Kendrick Perkins will join us. Stephen A. and Michael Wilbon in this hour as well as we dive into what happened late yesterday. Warriors forward Draymond Green suspended indefinitely by the NBA following an ejection for hitting Yusuf Nurkic in the face on Tuesday night. Green's indefinite suspension takes into account his uh, history of repeated unsportsmanlike acts. This now is the sixth time that Draymond has been officially suspended in his career. It's the second time this season. Meta World Peace, for perspective here, drew a seven-game suspension for an altercation with James Harden in 2011. That is the longest suspension for an in-game incident since the 2010 season. We say that again because this one, as of now, is listed as indefinite, so we don't know how many games he will miss. Again, Jay Will is with us, Big Perk. And Woj, we will start with you, like practically everyone else. I saw this news last night first on your Twitter feed. So for those who are just getting up and joining us, to tell the fans things, what do they need to know? How did we arrive here, and, and what should we expect? I agree. This, this is an unorthodox suspension, open-ended, indefinite, and it's going to start today uh, with Draymond Green, his agent, Rich Paul, uh, Mike Dunleavy Jr., the Warriors general manager, meeting and, and starting to talk about um, how they're going to move forward, and a big part of that is going to be Draymond Green uh, getting some help for whatever challenges he might be facing or whatever may be contributing uh, to this um, one act after another that has put him, put the Warriors, put the league in this situation uh, where uh, his behavior has become unsustainable. Uh, he's going to have missed more games than he played this season by the time the suspension's over um, with ejections and suspensions for this Golden State team. And uh, listen, Draymond Green, I'm told, is very open to the idea um, that he has got uh, to resolve these issues before he tries to go forward again. And I think that's a big part of why the league did not put a number of games on this. Mm. They want to try to get at the root of what's causing this, but this is an unpaid suspension. And I think you can expect Draymond will be out at least uh, those five games that he missed for the Rudy Gobert situation. Uh, but, you know, they'll start working today on what this is all going to look like. I think the league was purposely vague when they talked about the benchmark it's, marks it's going to take for him to return. And we talk about all these suspensions. The one incident that he wasn't formally suspended for that the league allowed the Warriors to handle was the Jordan Poole uh, punch last season. And that's as big of a part of this conversation and this issue as any of the situations he's had with opposing players. That's the moment that you are seeing here. It took place during training camp before last season. That's Jordan Poole, who at the time was a teammate. 
uh, and you see what happened there, and the Warriors handled it internally. Draymond did step away from the team for a period of time after that, and then, as Woj mentions, there have been all these repeated circumstances. Woj, stay close, because I have a few more questions for you, uh, but I do want to get a big perk in. It's the first time we've, we've heard from you this morning, uh, Kendrick. Obviously, we've all been watching and listening to this develop over the last 36 hours. What's your reaction to the decision the league made yesterday? Well, you know what? The league got it right. And yesterday I said that Draymond should get 25 games. I believe when you think about it indefinitely, I think the ball is in his court, right? He is in control of this situation. And I'm talking about Draymond Green because we talk about we, – we listen to Woj in the league and, and everybody talk about getting Draymond Green some help. See, here's the thing, Greeny. I went to anger management when I was playing the game of basketball. And the next step in, in, in order to graduate out of there is that you have to have the acceptance and accountability. So Draymond is in control of this situation, how he cooperates, how he holds himself accountable, how he admits that he actually has a problem right now. Because this Draymond Green that we've been seeing on the floor, this is not the Draymond Green that we're accustomed to seeing. And we can tell that it's something there. When it comes down to basketball players, Basketball players, when you get on the floor, that's supposed to be your sanctuary. That's supposed to be your safe place. It's supposed to take you from everything that's going on in your everyday life, and it wasn't. So good for the league. I believe they got it right, not only suspending him and, and you know, costing him money and saying, you know, you're not bigger than the brand, but also trying to get this brother some help. Look. I know we're talking a lot about Draymond Green mm -hmm. and will he be okay and what the suspension is. I've been on the record about what I thought it should be, but I think we're missing the point here. This is not about Draymond Green. This is about player safety. Nobody's talking about that, including the safety of Draymond Green. This is about safety of players and Perk, you know this, playing on the court, getting choked out. Rudy Gobert getting stomped on by Sabonis. Jordan Poole getting snuffed randomly by a cheap shot. This is what we saw the other night. And also for Draymond Green, because you know what? When that happens, I, I am shocked. A lot of people talk about the league being soft. I am shocked that nobody from the blind side has taken a strong swing at Draymond Green that would jeopardize his own safety. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad to see the league take a strong stance on prioritizing player mm -hmm. safety first. I think that's well said. Perk, I want to come back to something you said a moment ago because it has come up. Draymond is not a person that I know personally. Uh, but from afar, he appears, when you hear him talk off the court and, and the things we've known him to be involved in, to be an insightful, thoughtful, intelligent person. Mm -hmm. So obviously there is just something that, it, that gets lost between that and the incidents we're seeing on the floor. I was interested to hear you talk about what you went through as a player. As you see this on the floor, what, what is it you think you see in Draymond? Well, I, I, see, I, see, I see a guy that's angry, right? And I don't know what Draymond Green is dealing with. You know what I mean? But again, we understand what he brings to the table as a basketball player, the leadership, being an enforcer, the tenacity. But this is at another level. And like Jay Will said, when you start to put others in harm's way, then it's a problem. And here's the thing about Draymond. This is the thing that I'm so disappointed at him for is what he has done over the past, over the since the start of this season. Whether that's getting involved with into it with Donovan Mitchell, the Rudy Gobert situation, and this situation with Nurkic, is that so many guys, young fellas, his peers around the league actually look up to Draymond Greeny as a leader. And now that's gone away. 
Guys are saying, you know what, Draymond? You know what? I'm good on that. I'm good on your mentorship. I'm good on looking up at, at you and knowing how to lead because what he's doing right now, that's not what leaders do. And Draymond always throw around this term, the badge of honor. Is that how you're going to represent your badge of honor? That's what Draymond has to ask himself. Now, that's, a, that's a really well-made point. Woj, let me come back to you because there's so many pieces to this. One of them is we are watching what could be the end of one of the great dynasties in the history of the sport. And you pointed out earlier, and, and we've discussed it here um, throughout the morning, Steph Curry is still playing at an all-world level, but the rest of this extremely expensive roster is not. And now they have this to deal with. What should we be expecting from the Warriors as this season goes forward, particularly with an eye on the trade deadline for whatever that's worth in February? Yeah, the, the Warriors are in crisis mode right now. And uh, just the fact uh, that they can't keep Draymond Green on the court, uh, you know, they've not gotten very, you know good play uh, consistently from Clay Thompson, um, Andrew Wiggins, and uh, they're going to have to solve their problems from within. They've got to get the group back on the court together, playing well. Uh, you see, you've seen Steve Kerr start to play some of their younger players down the stretch uh, the other night um, and with Clay Thompson on the bench. And so they've got to get Draymond Green back. They've got to get him. They've got to be able to rely on him. And I think one interesting point in this, typically the Players Association, uh, you know, would protest an open-ended suspension like this, an indefinite mm -hmm. suspension. Um, but I'm told they will not uh, because Draymond Green is open uh, to, to getting the help um, that, that he thinks he needs. And, you know, the Players Association is now led on an interim basis by Andre Iguodala, who's the ex interim executive director, obviously has a lot of history with Draymond Green. I know he was part of that conversation yesterday. And so uh, you're not going to see the PA step in here uh, and you're not going to see uh, any kind of an appeal on this. Green is accepting of it, uh, but they've got to get this figured out uh, for Draymond Green's sake and certainly the sake of this Golden State Warriors organization, which is teetering right now. Yeah, uh, Big Perk, are we seeing the end of the Warriors dynasty right before our eyes right now? Well, we've we been saw that, Greeny, and I, I told y'all that last year. But mm -hmm. when you think about what Woj was saying, think about this for a second. All right, we, we're watching Draymond Green and what he's going through right now, and he's going to be suspended. Okay, and then you look at Andrew Wiggins, who looks like he has no interest in playing the game of basketball, especially on a consistent basis at a high level. And then you take Klay Thompson in consideration. A lot of people are saying Klay Thompson is washed. Klay Thompson is not the Klay Thompson of old. I actually don't believe that. What I believe right now is I see a Klay Thompson that is not just struggling with his shooting because of the basketball not going in. I see a Klay Thompson that is struggling with his game on the floor because of his tension with the organization for us not getting the contract extension that he wanted or deserve, should I say deserve. This is mm. a guy that is going to have a statue outside of that arena. And when you think about Klay, right now he feels disrespected. And so if you don't have a clear head, you're not going to go out there and perform at the level that you're capable of performing at. So, yes, it is the end. I, I want to just go back to what um, Woj's point was on the appeal. I actually, you know, as long as the word indefinitely is floating out there and I get that they're going to get different benchmarks for him to come out mm -hmm. eventually, but we're going to have to get to a number. 
And if you're Andre Godala, okay, indefinitely is fine for right now. But if we don't get to a number pretty soon and benchmarks that need to be met, we are going to appeal. That's what Andre Godala and the NBA PA should do. And I know it's against normal grain here, but it is the job of the PA to be zealous advocates for the players. And for a guy like that, we're not even talking about the compensation portion of what Draymond's going to miss from missing games as well. That, 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 that's fair. The only thing I'll say is, at least as of this moment, Woj, I'll give you the final word here. It sounds like they're trying to do yes. everything in concert. Uniformity. Every, everyone is trying to do this all together, be it Iguodala and his group, Sil- Adam Silver and his group, the Warriors, and Draymond himself. So, however, it, let, let's ask you that final question, Woj. If everything were to go the way the league would like it to go, what should we expect the next steps in this process to be? Well, that, well that's Draymond Green to start away from the court. Uh, again, getting the help for whatever challenges – he might have, but I think you can expect this is going to take time. This isn't going to be a two or three or four games. I don't think that's what this is set up to be, uh, but it was, it was purposely vague by the league and open-ended. And, and I think, again, because there are people with relationships uh, here and, and perhaps some trust with Draymond Green, uh, from Draymond Green's side, that, that he's got to handle this. And I think the Players Association is going to follow his lead, uh, his representative's lead, uh, about how they will proceed. But certainly, as Jay Will said, that can change over time. But I think it's the league's goal, the Warriors' goal, to get him back, but to get him back in a way that, that the team, the organization, doesn't have to go through this anymore, and the league doesn't have to go through this anymore with Green. Mm. Absolutely. I mean, the, the last thing anyone needs now is fighting over the number of games. I agree. That feels like it should be very low in the big picture on the list of priorities. All right, guys, thank you. Woj, outstanding as always. If there's anything new, we'll hear from you. Big Perk, you're the MVP getting up so early for us this morning in L.A. Jay Will, thank you. We will have much more on this in this hour. Stephen A. Smith and Michael Wilbon will both join us here coming up with their reaction. Do not miss what they have to say about Draymond Green's indefinite suspension. Plus, the game of the NFL weekend is Dak versus Josh. We'll tell you why the Cowboys should be very worried as they shuffle off to Buffalo. And it's time for Sneaky Hembo versus Harry. And Jay Wilgen can be your phone a friend. Here we go, guys. Which active NBA player has the most career 60-point games? Giannis went for 64 last night. Who has the most? The answer's next. <laughs> Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios, one of the highest protein nuts out there. Each one-ounce serving has 6 grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Wonderful pistachios also come in a variety of flavors and sizes, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. And you're on the go a lot, taking the kids to school, hopping from meeting to meeting, shopping for groceries. Well, the good news is, not only are wonderful pistachios a complete protein, providing all all nine essential amino acids, they're also great for all your adventures. So whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut, or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, 
Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists. Like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. I sense overconfidence in this room, but let's see. Sneaky Hembo. Giannis had 64 points last night. Harry, and you can phone a friend in Jay Will if you want. Which active NBA player has the most career 60-point games? Nice watch I have on green. Nice watch you have on. Yeah, you like it? Nice watch, Jay. Cool. Nice watch, Dan. Yep. I'm going with, with Dame Dollar, Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard think he is correct. Yes. That's Lean correct. We do the dance. Rock with it. Lean with it. I didn't need to Lean dance. with it. Rock. Give us something Lean more challenging, Hembo. Lean with it. Do, Lean with do you it. know who's second? Lean with it. Do you James know who Harden. is second? James Harden is second. James. That is correct. I think Th- those are the only two players with Light more work. than one career 60-point game. Well done. Okay. Try harder Hembo. next time. Try harder, Hembo. Let's make our Be way better, back Hembo. over there. Try harder, Hembo. Let's go to some you football. Chump. Gentlemen, week 15 starts tonight. We got great games on the schedule. Let's make bold predictions. Harry, start with you. What is your bold prediction? I'm going to go with the Seattle Seahawks. If Geno Smith is playing in this game, beating the Philadelphia Eagles. I just don't like where the Philadelphia Eagles are right now as an offense, also as a defense. I love the skill position players of the Seattle Seahawks. I'm going with Seattle. Damian Woody, give me a prediction for this weekend. Man, Justin Fields going ham against that Cleveland Browns defense. Listen, everyone, we are, we've been having the whole discussion about whether the Bears should keep, you know, Justin Fields, trade, you know, trade him away. The way Justin Fields has been playing, Boy, tell him. I mean, y'all better okay. recognize this man is balling. I've been saying it for a while. The Bears should keep him. Yeah. Danny, I'm coming to you. Give me a bold prediction. I'm going to say Russell Wilson throws for over 300 yards versus the Detroit Lions Ooh. defense. Ooh. Russell's playing very good football, specifically mm-hmm. on third down. And if that Detroit Lions pass rush continues to be just okay, and the same with their coverage, Russell's going to have some chances on those money downs to make some big plays. And then finally save the best for last. Kmart, give me a bold prediction. This is bold, baby. Josh Allen will throw for three touchdowns and also run in another score. Listen, Josh, he may have some extremes, but he is the better quarterback in this matchup. And, when, and if you're going to look at the Bills' defense as a liability, consider this. 
The Cowboys' defense have allowed the same amount of passing touchdowns as the Bills' defense. 17, I think this is a big game for Josh Allen. This is a huge game. I don't think it's overstating it to say these are two teams that have Super Bowl potential. But they both need this one desperately, Dan. The Cowboys have been hot, but their schedule gets really tough now. They need to win. And the Bills may need to win out just to get in. What's the key to the matchup Sunday? Buffalo's motion offense. Dallas struggles defensively handling motions. They have all year. And Buffalo, ever since Joe Brady has taken over, has started to use it more and more and more. And I also love the fact that they've gotten back to using Josh Allen's legs. One of the ways they do it, Green, four strong formation. This is a lot like San Francisco's offense, where you get four guys to one side that step at the bottom. If it's one-on-one, we're going to play it to step. If not, you got a lot of confusion going on with that defense. The motion at the snap to get into that four-strong formation, Kansas City struggled. And I like the different ways that they got to it. It wasn't just the same way. Again, motioning now a wide receiver to the four-strong. You've got forced communication by the defense. You get a tight end crossing, basically taking one defender, forcing him to cover two guys. That's how they get James Cook down the field. And then I talked about Josh Allen's legs. Sometimes it's just this little hop from the back, one side to the other, Josh reading that defensive end. And now that they're using him more, it's forcing defenses to have to respect and honor it. The guy that should be making the tackle is the guy that's slow, Karloftis, because he's paying attention to Josh Allen. If you go back to the Thursday night game versus Seattle, Seattle motioned the heck out of Dallas' defense. And that was one of the reasons why they played so well offensively, and so did Geno. If I was Buffalo, this sounds crazy, 50% of my snaps on offense would use motion at the snap. I think if they do that, they win. And so then Dallas' defense counters how? Josh Allen has been on a tear. Again, Dan and I both believe he should be in the MVP conversation. What what does Dallas' defense do to stop him? Speed up the game for Josh Allen. And what I mean by that is I think the Dallas Cowboys defense has a decided edge in the trenches up front. I think the Dallas Dallas Cowboys defensive line can really get after Josh Allen. And the way you you cause turnover is you speed up the clock for the quarterback. Okay, I know Dan talks about, you know, actually Josh Allen likes to play in chaos, which is true because he's – He's that elite of a quarterback, but I think that the Dallas Cowboys, with, with the, the waves of guys that they can come after Josh Allen, if they can speed him up with the, with the guys that can create turnovers on the back end, to me, that's a recipe for the Cowboys. Look, looking at Joe Brady, he, he has meant high in heights for Josh Allen these mm-hmm. last three games. They easily could be 3-0 and right now, Yeah, right, within their last three games. And I think – him and the ball distribution and how he's diversifying things around Great to everybody, point. using the running backs in the pass game, taking some of that pressure off of Josh Allen. Is he making those, uh, you know, extreme plays? Yes, he's still able to do that. But I think not just focusing on Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs is still going to get his, but – Allowing everyone else to eat on this offense Mm -hmm. is making things a lot easier for Josh Allen, I believe, too. We'll make our picks towards the end of this hour here as we smash the helmets (laughs) with our picks on all the big games this weekend. But as I mean, the storylines in this game right themselves, Kmart, and and they really have to do with both quarterbacks. Yeah, because despite what we're talking about, the Bills being on the outside looking in at 7-6, and this is a team that needs to win out. There's still questions about Dallas. There's still questions about Dak. Can Dak go on the road and make the people a believer in them and this team? You know, their road wins, I believe those teams that they've beaten on the road combined for 11, they're 11 and 28, right? Like Dallas still needs a signature road win against a very good Mm. team. And when you look at these records, when you look at their seasons, you're still looking at the Buffalo Bills like, 
you don't want to play them because of Josh Allen. Like, you know, Dallas has a lot of questions that need so answering. It's so crazy the way we've been talking about Buffalo and they're seven and six. Like right now, they're like in the eleventh spot in the AFC. Yes. They are they, way outside right now. Because, because because a lot of uh, they lost a lot of tiebreakers yep. to yes. a lot of teams. It's, it's, just, it's just funny just hearing like the way we talk about Buffalo versus the way we talk about well, Dallas. Well, because they're two right plays now. from being nine and four. Like that's the thing, you know. Like we Buffalo hasn't gotten it done in those moments. That's hundred percent true. But you look at the way that they're capable of playing, and you sit there and go. Everybody in the AFC is, one, going to be a Cowboys fan this weekend. No one wants Buffalo to get in. Mm-hmm. Two, I honestly believe this. If Buffalo wins, Josh Allen would go to the top of the MVP conversation because his play has warranted it. And I remember saying this. When all the injuries happened, I said the only way that this team gets into the playoffs is Josh Allen plays the best ball of his career. So far. Kind of happening that way. I wouldn't count them out for winning the division still because, Dan, you, you just did a game on Monday Night Football, and I think the Miami Dolphins opened up Pandora's box. Yeah. yeah. When you look at what, who Miami have left. They have the Jets, look Dallas, Baltimore, and Buffalo. So Top games. No question. Buffalo wins out. They to your point, the Cowboys' three road wins this year are against the Giants, the Chargers, and the Panthers. They could use a signature win. We'll have yeah. more football as we go. We will smash the helmets. But up next, don't miss it. Draymond Green suspended indefinitely. We have the voices you want to hear from. Stephen A., Michael Wilbon, live next. Don't miss it. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. We are back on Get Up, and at the bottom of the hour, the overwhelming story in the world of sports and perhaps beyond. The Warriors forward Draymond Green has been suspended indefinitely by the NBA following an ejection for hitting Yusuf Nurkic in the face on Tuesday night. This indefinite suspension takes into account Green's repeated history of unsportsmanlike acts. It is the sixth time in his career that he has been suspended. It's the second time this season. We spent a lot of this morning running through the history of a lot of these incidents. If you're wondering about perspective on time, Meta World Peace drew a seven-game suspension for his altercation with James Harden in 2011. That remains the longest suspension for an in-game incident since the 2010 season. There was a great deal of reaction across the league yesterday, including from Draymond's former teammate, Kevin Durant. Here's what KD had to say last night. It was insane to see. Uh, glad Nurk is all right. Uh, never seen that before in a basketball court in an NBA game. 
I hope Draymond gets the help he needs. Uh, it's been incident after incident. So uh, I know Draymond, and that's not, you know, he doesn't, he, he hasn't been that way when I was around him and coming into the league. So hopefully he gets the help he needs and get back on the court and, you know, put all this stuff behind him. So that has perhaps been the most common reaction that we've heard as we've gone in search of response this morning. People saying they hope that Draymond gets the help that he clearly needs. You see Stephen A. Smith, who's good enough to get up super early with us in Los Angeles this morning, getting set for first take in a half hour. Stephen A., thank you so much for doing this. Yeah. Michael Wilbon will join us in a moment as well from Washington. Stephen A., let me start. Oh, I'm being told actually that Michael is ready to go. So Michael Wilbon uh, joins us as well here. Stephen A., I will start with you. We've seen the news yesterday, an indefinite suspension. What is your reaction? Well, it's devastating, um, but necessary. Uh, we all understand that. And I think that ultimately yesterday, as I, as I reiterated on, the, on first take yesterday, where it really, really hit home for me uh, was when Nurkic said, quote, I don't know what's wrong with this brother. When he said that, it took it to another level because you knew what the league's reaction was going to be. You got the sense of what it felt. He had been warned on numerous occasions. Joe Dumas knows him personally and has so for years. Draymond Green, I can tell you, looks at Joe Dumas as a mentor, but this wasn't going to be a unilateral decision made by Joe Dumas. The league convened. They met as a group. Adam Silver was involved. And make no mistake about it, as commissioner of the National Basketball Association, uh, we knew that he was going to have his fingerprints all over this in terms of the kind of decisions and ramifications that Draymond Green was going to suffer. But when you see Nurkic saying what he said, then joking, uh, you know, half-jokingly, I'm glad at least I didn't get choked. I'm paraphrasing there. And then to see a former teammate, a superstar in this league, a future Hall of Famer who, despite his incidences with Draymond Green, has a lot of respect for him, has love for him. Kevin Durant uh, is, is highly respected in this league as a person. And we, when he sits up there and says, I hope he gets the help he needs as well, you're hearing the word help. And what that indicates in that fraternity is that there are things going on off the court of play that is affecting drastically, I might add, the behavior of Draymond Green. And this is the league essentially taking the stance and, and, and saying, you know what, it's clear that you need help and we have to ensure that you get it. That's the priority right now. And that's why the word indefinite is apropos in this particular situation because you don't know when it's going to be resolved, but they're not going to let him back on the court if uh, until it gets resolved. That's what they're saying, and that's what Draymond Green has to accept. Stephen A., of course, first take and NBA countdown, and Michael Wilbon, good enough to join us as well here this morning from Pardon the Interruption and, and NBA countdown as well. Michael, thank you for doing this. Uh, you heard what Stephen A. said, and you've heard so much of the reaction here. What, what is your reaction to the way this has begun now with the league and your expectation of where it goes from here? Well, Greeny, I, I, my reaction is probably a little bit more severe maybe than Stephen A.'s. I, I, yes, he needs help. Okay, but they need to take him off the court until he proves he's interested in getting that help and paying attention because Draymond Green wasn't paying attention to the last suspension. We know that because he tweeted and he said out loud, I'm going to be me. And finally, the league has said, no, you don't get to be you. You don't own the workplace. There are other people, by the way, your peers, your professionals who work in this place who should not have to fear being kicked in the crotch or smacked in the face, or choked in public view to work. You, you are not more entitled to this workspace than they are. 
And it's going to be interesting, you know, to see the union reaction. The union represents more than Draymond Green. And I'm sort of amazed at the sort at the lack of anger in some quarters at this. I mean, look, I know Draymond Green a little bit, enough to know this is complex. When you sit and talk to him, and Greeny, you have, and Stephen A. has a million times, and I have a lot of times, there is intellect and sense of humor and presence. You know what I mean? There's a sense of history of the... I have never had a conversation with Draymond Green where I walked away thinking that was a waste of time. As a matter of fact, just the opposite. Sure. I wanted it to last longer. Yeah. So you have that. You have a champion, a four-time champion, who's going straight to the Hall of Fame. And my son says to me on the ride this morning, Dad, can Draymond Green even be on the Olympic team? No, he can't. You see this behavior? This is consistent going on for, what, eight years? How long has this been going on? And Draymond's given voice to it. I remember last year, Greedy, when we were all on a location, maybe it was, I don't know where we were, but the, the Warriors were playing a game. And Kendrick Perkins and I were just talking to Draymond about the slow road start the Warriors were off on. And Draymond looked at both of us and just said, listen, part of this is on me because I can't lead the way I normally lead and the team needs me to because of the punch with Jordan Poole. This is Draymond telling us this, and he knew it. Right. And so I think that the whole situation, the culture has failed him in that, you know, now I sound parental, but okay, maybe I need to be. Mm-hmm. The commissioner's office or someone needed to say before now, no, you're going away. Right. Not for five games. You're going to go away now for as long as we need you to until this gets fixed. Because Draymond Green is too valuable. He's too great a player. He's too valuable to the industry, to his team. I mean, what, mm-hmm. what are we talking about here? And so mm-hmm. it's disappointing, but I, I, I found myself, I don't want to hear indefinite turn into seven games. I don't want to hear that. That would be, let me make sure I'm saying this clearly, gutless. Well, let me say this. Let me push back. And I appreciate uh, the godfather himself, Mike Wilbon, who we all revere, uh, waking me up in the morning. It's rare. Usually I'm up. But damn it, I'm tired. I'm on the West Coast. Only for you, too. Only for you, you you know, but but, but let, let me wake up and say this. Listen. Mike Wilbon is absolutely right with every single word that he others. And I get that. And it doesn't need to be seven games. That would be gutless. It needs to be more than that. There is no doubt about that. But where I'm going to push back respectfully and to just to just alter the conversation to some degree, we've shown an elevated level of understanding for a lot of people and in, 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 throughout professional sports over the years. There is clearly something going on with, with Draymond Green that doesn't have anything to do with basketball, and he seems incapable of leaving it off the court and bringing it on the court, okay? That is a problem. Now, that's for his to handle. That's his business to articulate to the masses, all of that other stuff. But this isn't just about basketball. This runs far deeper than that. And so when I hear players talking about, yeah, he's got problems, yeah, he's got problems, and they know what some of those problems entail to just flippantly sit up there and say, you know, he needs some help. I'm like, damn, you know, y- y'all could do better than that. There's nobody absolving Draymond Green. He can't be absolved. He can't be protected on this. He can't be absolved from what has transpired. There's too many transgressions that have taken place, no doubt. But I'm not going to act like what we've been seeing over the last nine months or what we've been seeing over the last year is what we've been seeing for eight years. I'm not going to go that far, okay? I'm not going to look at an incident where he gets ejected in the finals because him and LeBron gets in a tussle 
and make that tantamount to what happened with Jordan Poole and make that tantamount to what happened with Sabonis and make that tantamount to what just happened, you know, obviously with Rudy Gobert and now this. No, what's transpired since Jordan Poole, there's an elevated level of angst and problems that are going on in the life of Draymond Green that far exceed what happened years ago. And so to me, when we're talking about him and we're saying, okay, he's been suspended more than anybody outside or, or you know, or, or the Rashid Wallace and all of this other stuff, I get where everybody's coming from. But we need to understand that over since the Jordan Poole incident, right around that time, what has been transpiring with Draymond Green is far more excessive than what we've seen before. Let's not act like this is what's been going on for 10 or 12 years. That's all well, I'm Stephen saying. Stephen A., I'm not going to parse every Draymond Green thing, and I don't know what's going on in his life. I don't. I'm not going to say I don't care because I've just right. talked about how I've gotten to know and right. like him. I care if there's something going on in his life. There's something going on in the lives of a whole lot of people you can't bring to your workplace. But I'm nobody resolving that. Okay? And, I agree with that. But my point is... There's got to be zero tolerance. And by the way, putting your foot in somebody's growing what he did with LeBron, that's egregious oh, too. Stop it! Oh no, no, give me Stephen oh, A. Don't give me. Don't Stephen get me started with that. This was that the Adams 1980s, yet, not LeBron. Rick Mahorn, oh, please, and Charles Oakley with a big Draymond Green backward and knocked him out. Is that what you want the league to do? No, I Go do to not. Retaliation? Stop it. Let me try and jump in. I can't tell how much I miss this, by the way, uh, from our nights together over all those years. Let me throw one more quick question at you. And again, this conversation will continue on First Take coming up in 20 minutes here on ESPN. Stephen A., with all the other things that are going on, are we seeing right before our eyes right now the end of the Warriors dynasty? I'm not going to go that far because Steph Curry is still a superstar in this league, and I'm not counting any team out led by Steph Curry. I do hold I, – I would say that, you know what, if this was LeBron's team, we'd be asking LeBron about the leadership. How come we're not asking Steph Curry about his leadership in all of this? Mm-hmm. I'd say that, all right, but that's about the only, you know, the, the only blemish that I could put on the greatness of Steph Curry, who's absolutely phenomenal. Having said all of that, they're in a world of trouble. They don't look good right now, and I think the appropriate question, Greeny, would be, is this – this the end for Draymond Green in Golden State? Because if I'm the Golden State Warriors, if they sit up there and they're looking to trade him, to move on from him, who would be able to blame them at this particular moment in time? I don't think anybody would. So I think that's a more appropriate question to ask as it pertains to the Golden State Warriors because I don't know what kind of future Draymond Green has. And to piggyback with Mike Wilbon because I don't want to come across as if I'm disagreeing with Mike because I'm not. I have a little bit more. I'm expressing a, a touch more compassion, but I don't disagree with Mike Wilbon by any stretch of the imagination. I get what he's saying. I know what's necessary. I get it. We're not trying to absolve Draymond Green, even though it's complicated. We have a level of understanding with other people. I'm not saying you should have that extremely with him, but damn, when you just see people saying he's got a problem, he's got a problem. Well, wait a minute now. Okay, then deal with it then. Do what you got. Even to I don't this, disagree. Yeah. I don't disagree with the word you just said either. But there about both compassion and trying to figure this out. Right. Greedy's point, real quickly. I, I agree with you there too, Stephen. We, we ain't disagreeing on very much yet. That's, you and I right. can do it that later by text message when we get that's through right. it. Yeah, exactly. But exactly. Greedy, I think this is the looks like the last dance, doesn't it? Here's mm-hmm. the problem: the Warriors can't win without Draymond Green. I mean, he famously got suspended in the finals once. They couldn't win that, and they'd have five championships. They can't win without Draymond Green. Healthy, whole, engaged. They can't. They haven't. And Klay Thompson, look, 
It's not like Klay Thompson forgot how to play basketball. Injuries, serious injuries to his legs have robbed him. He physically can't do the things. And no, who can? We've lived through players having these serious injuries in every sport. In basketball, it looks different because they're right out there in the open and we can see what they cannot do. My God, Derrick Rose. I've lived with that after his meteoric rise. He didn't have nearly the time that Klay Thompson had to impact the league. But Klay can't be Klay anymore. And so you don't have a full Klay Thompson. You don't have Draymond Green. If Draymond Green is gone for 10 or 15 games, what are the Warriors going to look like? Steph Curry, by himself, is not going to be able to elevate them physically. And we don't know enough about those players, even though the bench looked good the other night against the Suns, blah, blah, blah. It looks like, and I don't, I'm not ready for this to end. I have loved watching and being, having a front row seat and being behind the curtain for the Golden State Warriors, the best show in basketball over a period of time. But, man, Stephen A., I, I'm afraid – Afraid this looks like the end. It, 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 they Guys, got the greatest cl- shooter on the planet Earth. I, I, I have I'm not counting them out. Last thing on earth I want to do is go, but I'm running out of time. Stephen A. coming up again. First take coming up here. You'll hear from Will Bond and so many more on that show. And Michael on PTI tonight and everything else. Guys, you're the best. Thank you both for doing this very much. In the meantime, we'll take a short break. We'll come back. And the big fella is going. There he is. Look at D-Wood getting ready to smash some helmets. We'll make our NFL picks coming up next. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network. All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Welcome to the most dangerous segment. Big man, tiny helmet. Get the goggles ready. That went right by my face. Things just got real. Yeah, yeah. Graziano's got a lot of potential. There's no coming back from that. I think that might be my best. Okay. It is everybody's favorite five minutes of uh, get up here. The big fella, the tiny helmet, so the mallet is ready, and we got three games to pick. Huge games on the NFL schedule this weekend. All right, big fella. We start with Monday night. Eagles, Seahawks. Am I reading this right? The Eek is out of my glasses on. The Eagles are a four-point favorite in Seattle. Sneaky, interesting game. Smash the losing team. Oh, oh there go the Seahawks. Yes. Tell me what. I, I think it hit, it, it hit Harris. It hit everybody. It hit everything. Right, why did the Eagles win this game? I, I, listen, I, I think that the trenches got to come into play in this game. 
I think that's where, as much as we talk about the secondary, you know, all these other things, the, the, the play calling, I think at the end of the day, the Eagles got to get back to what they were doing. That when they were at rolling, it's in the, on the trenches. Offense, defensive lines got to dominate. Will, let's put everybody's picks up here. Danny, you, you expressed a lot of concern about the Eagles today. Why do you like them Monday night? Well, I, I agree with Wood. They're the better football team, and I think a lot of the issues that they have specifically offensively are controllables that they can fix. I agree. This Seattle defensive line is no joke now. Like, if you watched them play against San Francisco last week, they got after their offense. For Jalen Hurts, for me, it's just do the easy stuff. They're chasing so often, and he is as well. He's a better player than he has been over the past couple weeks, and I think it's because he's sitting there going, we we can't stop anybody, and I got to be aggressive with the football. Dallas Goddard coming back is a big deal. I think Philadelphia is the better team, but this is a dangerous game for them. And and Geno, obviously a huge factor. You said if he plays, you believe Seattle wins. Yeah, I'm going with Seattle because they're skill position players, but also Seattle is the most desperate team right now within this matchup. They've lost three games in a row. They're fighting for their playoff lives. At least not fighting for the Philly playoff loses. Line. They can't win. They can't Every win the game matters so but much. But now. The thing about Geno in, in, in Seattle, if they lose this game, they're, out. they're further out. All eyes are on Kmart because she's going to pick the one she disagrees with, <laughs> and she's going to smash that helmet. So you agree with this one? I do. So we'll leave that one in place. All right, D. Wood, let's go to Broncos-Lions. Lions have been struggling. Lions are a four-point home favorite. Smash the losing. Oh! Oh! oh. I, that one. Yeah, oh, yeah, that one I, yeah, that, yeah. That, I think I dented the whole table. Yeah, I think so too. Um, yeah. Um, oh, we're missing wood. This one, yeah, it is. I, it is missing wood. Um, <laughs> this one is more about actually Dan Campbell. The, the Lions aren't playing as well as they they were earlier. We know that Jerry Goff has been struggling. He's got nine turnovers in the last four games. I think that they 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 the defense has to play better. They just got they need to they need a big win. And I think this would probably be the, be the spot so let's to get a big win. Let's put the picks up, Will, and let's see. Does Kmart disagree? Oh, she does! Oh. Kmart disagrees, so we're going to do the smash. Kmart is going to smash the disagreeing helmet. Uh, oh. oh! I did hit it. I did hit it. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. <You> <laughs> Danny. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that was even better than we hoped it would be. Okay, <laughs> biggest game of the weekend. Yes. Sunday afternoon. Uh-oh. Cowboys, Bills, Dak Prescott, Josh Allen. What more could you ask for? The I bill- love the fact that you can't read that. Bills are a two. I can't have my glasses on. <laughs> This I don't know makes, why you surprised. I think this makes it worse. A lot of medicine in them. Uh, so so uh, Bills are a two point. Bills are favored. Yeah. In this game MVP, at home. Yeah. Buffalo minus two. Yeah. Smash the loser. Oh, yes, the Cowboys yes. are going down. Yes, Cowboys. Yes, yes. Wow, that is dented. It, there it is, is no dented. way the same amount of glue yeah, was on that. Yeah, yeah it's, it's dented. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one took a beating. Yeah, it did. Well, it how does Buffalo win this? Josh Allen. Yeah. Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Josh Allen has been has been playing about as good a football as anyone else. Um, he's going to, you know, he'll go nuclear. That's what Josh Allen does. Yeah. He goes nuclear in these type of games. Nuclear? Yeah. I think we, we get one of those vintage performances yeah. from Josh you Allen. You like him against this defense? Oh, absolutely. I think he matches up well versus this defense. Let me give you the guys who got to play big-time ball outside of Josh Allen. Go. Dalton Kincaid and Dawson Knox have to be the reason they win. The last name? Taron Johnson, the mm. nickel for Buffalo versus CeeDee Lamb. I have 30 seconds. Harry, you're the only disagree. You want to smash the Buffalo one? I should. Go ahead. Let's do it. Okay, go ahead. Oh, sure. Dude, they go with them. 
they going down. They going down. Dallas treated me well when I was there. You got I'm going with the Cowboys. Hey, 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 come here. Wow. Come here, you got Whoa. Come here, Draymond. You got some Remarkably. I miss counseling this week, guys. <laughs> okay. I, I miss my session. <laughs> well, what, uh, what, why do you like uh, Dallas in this game? Well, I, I actually love the athleticism of their defense. Also, just feel like Dak Prescott and Mike McCarthy are so synced together right now. They're going to have a phenomenal outing on Sunday. All right. The helmets have been smashed. The picks have been made. And we'll see how it all turns out. Well done. Meanwhile, the conversation continues with First Take coming up next. Much more reaction, as you would expect, to Draymond Green's indefinite suspension. Molly, Stephen A., Wendy, Perk, Wilbon, RJ, and plenty more. Don't miss a minute. Top of the hour you know, on ESPN. You used to practice the Garcia Para, where oh, he no would like, do like that, like he just. You couldn't <laughs> hit that. You couldn't hit that. What? You couldn't hit. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. UFC 296 Saturday night, two title fights, prelims 7.30 Eastern on ESPN2 and Deportes. Main card 10 Eastern pay-per-view to order in English and Spanish. Go to ESPNPlus.com slash PPV. All right, one thing left to do, and it's our favorite thing to do. Come on. Bad boy, bad. Bad boy, bad. Shout out to my man, Harry Douglas. boy. <laughs> Where are we? Where are all these people? Man, uh, in the airport in Atlanta at a restaurant uh, spatch in Dallas, and then we've seen those chefs right there, man. Shout out to everyone showing the love. Keep them coming. All right, first take starts now.